fires. Come on. Let's go here. It's not fun having asthma right now. Well, put out the damn fire. We need some rain. Bleep these Canadians. It's climate change, Joe. No, sinkholes are climate change, though. Kenny, did you read that? Yeah, I saw that. I held my breath wondering, are we going to see the words climate change? Oh, and yeah. sure enough, we got them. And that caused me to have a deep thought. One of my deepest thoughts ever. Oh, boy. What's the word existential mean? <laughs> I tend to get it confused. It's very existential to think about existentialism. What's it mean, John? <laughs> well, it just means uh, boy. <clears throat> it means boy. I, it well, no, I mean it has a, it has a, a weird nebulous meaning to me. I'm guessing me you're thinking you're thinking the same thing I am, yeah. and uh, it's always hard to put a finger on it, as they say. Yeah. Well, I don't think I had an existential deep thought. I just think I had a deep thought. <laughs> Pat wanted to talk about uh, live and the PGA, and I just don't see it as a strong GL topic. I got it like in the news, but yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing, you know. It's it's pretty simple. The PGA could not com uh, compete with all of that corrupt oil blood money. money. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> 56. <laughs> He's coming in today. Oh. Michael. You got your shoulder there, right? Right. That's why I need to do this. Do what? Now, I don't know. I don't know, Joe. I've got too much Barry White. Can your, we talk? Your, your kid ain't paid enough. For the, she starts feeling guilt about that shit. Hey, we're on the councils. So That's what? Our, oh, it's okay. The councils never use that word? Sorry, council. No, no. I just meant... No, that's fine. Yeah, well, okay. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just telling him that. Okay. Well, she just... The problem is the St. Paul School District it's failed. failed. That, they failed that It's soul. failed, period. Yes. That's what's really sad. They got the worst super in history. Well, they don't spend enough. That's why. Well, we need to spend some more money for the kids. <laughs> we have to fully fund education. I think so. Adult education. Who's that, Johnny? That's uh, not a British band like you made it sound. <laughs> it's all the notes. Damn it. Damn it, Johnny. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Boy, my Florida Panthers are going down in ignominious defeat. Did you ignominious. see the re 
field reporter. Kid. How could you even watch that piece of crap game yeah, last night? I gave awful. up on it when it, it was just... Uh, what do you do when you hate both teams? That's a good question. I don't hate both teams. I like Florida. Well, what What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I don't know. Many things. I have a brother. <laughs> oh, shit. My brother, Steve. I do know Who him. spent two years... In uh, prison, Coral Gable, <laughs> Florida. No, not prison. That's Paul. Oh. No, um, and he is claiming the Florida Panthers as his team because he lived there for two years. I accept that. Oh my oh, God, yeah. you cheesy po. That's worse than me calling the Mavericks my my man. I want to get a Florida <laughs> Panthers T-shirt. Oh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden anymore. Store. Hey. I finally driven other people to say it. Love it. My uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hey, Mike, Ken, can you Mike. kill your AC? No. My <laughs> okay, then I'm I'm done getting yelled at. Well, you got to tinker with audio. that. No, no. Serious, seriously. Bring Ross in. Here, look at me. I, gladly. Focus. Look at me. What? I, apparently, it's something you need to tinker with all during the I, show. I do that daily. Well, then I shouldn't get any more emails. Hey, how was that fifth grade education? The kid kicks some ass. It was all right. It was kind of fun. Yeah, you have a hot dog. Did he, he, he walk with honors? Uh, I think pretty much everybody did. <clears throat> okay. Did you get a diploma? They got a little. Uh, what do you call it? A certificate. Certificate. Laminated certificate. They laminated. laminated. Oh yeah. The school district's got money. One time, Moeller said, "This watch has certification." <laughs> no, I think it's certification, Mark. You ready, Joe? I have been. I am. I am rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1091, June 6, 2023. 79 years ago today, the brave men went to Omaha Beach for D Day and the women, too, a uh, hell of a day. 97 degrees on this day in 2011. 36 degrees on this day in 1897. I hope now that the swimming season has begun, you've reached out to Aquaside. They have a complete line of products that keep your swimming beach free of weeds and algae and all the junk the kids don't like. These products are made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly, and they're easy to use. They're registered with all the get this, appropriate authorities. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Hi, everybody. <laughs> everybody wants me to comment. Oh, everybody. Look at me exaggerating. The masses. Look at me. Look at me exaggerating. Uh, No, I got a few emails from people making sure I saw the story of the uh, transgender fellow who uh, successfully has gotten an assignment now to a woman's prison. 
And yeah, I saw the story. We're all aware of it. It's an imperfect science. We're giving him five hundred grand too. And uh, we we're going to pay him the taxpayers. We're going to get his surgery. Uh, well, you're on the hook for his surgery. Yep. And then you're you're on the hook for four hundred ninety five grand because he was treated poorly by the men at Moose Lake Prison. Hmm. What did he they, do? They hurt his feelings. Hmm. I think he's in on a drug deal. Okay. And he'll locate. Uh, we have entered into a contract, apparently, uh, given this last legislative session, to pay for uh, these guys who want to become a women. In this case, I guess we have to pay for it. Well, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say about it because I find it terribly boring. I don't give a who. Well, he's one hundred percent playing the the system. He's just playing a game. Yeah, to the tune of uh, enriching himself. Right. The game worked for him. Right, and they're too stupid to see that. Well, you know, you got me going now. I, I, I was going to keep this as reference material, but it, it's so apropos to what we're facing. I think I was alerted to this by John Fram. There's a, I think this is a, this is a piece by Gary Barnett, who writes, Communism is not far away. Where did this uh, Where did this appear? And Lou Rockwell's site. Okay, I'm sure Lou Rockwell is a hardcore right winger, but whatever this is is all true. And on this site, Gary D. Barnett has written, "Communism is not far away. It's as close as Minnesota, a state consumed by socialist control freaks and neo-Marxism, all in a postmodern communistic political state." Given the ridiculous and pathetic sensibilities of this current American population, I must clarify that my statements are general in nature and not meant to offend those self-conscious, weak, and easily insulted conservatives and libertarian types who live in Minnesota. This disclaimer should not be necessary given any amount of individual intelligence or confidence, but everybody in Minnesota should by now be aware of the state of affairs in this communal hellhole of socialism. In case residents in other extremist leftist states such as California, Oregon, New York, Washington, and many others in this now culturally deadened country feel ignored, fear not, as most of you already fully understand the thinking and voting practices of your neighbors. So do not be disheartened for not being singled out. This is in no way whatsoever any endorsement of any state politics of the right or libertarian bent, as all politics, in my view, are asinine and of no use where freedom is concerned. I am basing this particular conversation on the very recent 2023 Minnesota legislative session conclusion and the list of results completed during this deranged effort and stupidity that brought about this list of changes below. The list of changes is two pages long. We've been through them. We're, we're ahead of the curve on this. Uh, but uh, here's all the stuff they did. And it's just, it's all, we've done it all. We, we've done One it Minnesota, all. you mean? Or one Minnesota? Uh, but then you get to state government spending increases in this time of hyperinflation. It was raised by a ludicrous amount of 
Also, increased taxation for gas, fuel, delivery fees for all retail orders and all goods over 100 bucks. Vehicle sales tax increases, metro-wide tax increases, free college provided for all families with incomes under 80 grand, free breakfast and lunch to all regardless of income, and increased tax to use of so-called public parks, including more fees for all fishing, boating, and outdoor activities. We should not exclude the new tax for a state-run paid leave program that will affect very adversely all employees and employers and of course driver's licenses as well as free health care will be issued to all illegal immigrants as well and at taxpayer expense of course i need a license to fish but illegal immigrants are getting free driver's licenses and health care uh, and then you got your legalized marijuana and blah, blah, blah. This is the America most all of you have allowed to be created and exist. And the policies that will be not only in Minnesota, but in every state and community in the near future, should the people continue to voluntarily accept the state as its God and authority. No matter who was elected, no matter which party is supposedly in power, no matter what promises are made by any candidate, no matter what heinous constitution exists, so long as government and state survive, freedom and justice will never be achieved. Wow. This is from Dr. Uh, or from Gary B. Barnett, who I'm unfamiliar with. So there you have it. How are you? Everything all right? Dandy. Just dandy as candy. What, what we can take from this is it's certainly being noticed around the country what's happened here. I'll say. Uh, I got this today off the, uh, off the local uh, CBS website, the news website. By the way, uh, of all of the local stations that do news, I think CCO has fallen the farthest. Farthest, farthest, farthest or farthest, farthest time. They fall on the farthest because they're they're really really lightening the whole deal up. You can get a lot of uh, you know good questions. Should I use mosquito repellent or not? Okay. It's just full oh, of that BS, oh, yes. and it's so not the equivalent really, of what to have in your car for the winter. How to go. keep your pet safe during that's the heat? That's it. That's it. You got yeah. a life jacket for your parakeet. You know, <laughs> let's on, go here. Come on. But they had a piece today on their website. Barack Obama and the national media taking note of Minnesota's miracle legislative session. Oh, my God. It was not. To the likes of Barack Obama and the nation's conventional news-gathering institutions, chief among them the New York Times, it's an absolute miracle what happened in Minnesota. Does that tell you the direction of the country? (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, While Minnesota Republicans aren't happy, many Democrats and Washington columnists say it proves Excuse me. While put out your fires, Canada. Why elections matter. Former President Obama recently tweeted to his 132 million followers. If you need a reminder that elections have consequences, check out what's happening in Minnesota. An editorial in the Washington Post called the recent legislative session a Minnesota miracle. The New York Times wrote about what a difference between Minnesota and states like Texas and Florida. Here we're adding protections for transgender people, school curriculums, and abortion rights. Well, that's not the case in those dreadful, evil other states. They didn't put dreadful and evil, I did. 
And now we're learning that people might even want to start moving to Minnesota. <laughs> Pride Executive Director Andy Otto says that gay and trans families are already on their way. Their bags are packed. <laughs> wait, wait till they discover winter in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, Minnesota boy. Republicans, they throw in as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Republicans see it differently. Minnesota's four Republican members of Congress issued a statement saying, and their congressional colleagues are shocked by the Minnesota legislature's extreme agenda. It's extreme. That word is not is not wrong. It's extreme because it was it is the most financially irresponsible legislative session this in the history of the state. And that's not hyperbole. It's not. That's nope. a, that's not an exact. This is the most fiscal irresponsibility this state has ever witnessed. Mm-hmm. And can you can you be surprised when you've elected these fruitcakes that skateboard around the Capitol and don't really give a damn and have never worked and don't know what the hell they're doing? This is what you get. The Minnesota disappointment might be the West best way to think about this because we had an historic budget surplus near 20 billion and the fact of the matter is that minnesota should seen should have seen up to thirty five hundred dollars worth of money back in their pockets said representative isaac schultz a republican from N- Mdale township well that's it i mean it's we're getting we are nationally being recognized by Obama's 132 million followers as just the greatest place on earth. And do you want to know why President Obama has 132 million followers? Peggy Joseph took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech. It was the most memorable time of my life. It was a touching moment. Because... I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. All right. Thank you, Peggy. How'd that work out, Peggy? We're nationally known. Uh, we're nationally known. You could say that it won't be said this way in the Washington Post or the New York Times. But what we should be nationally known for is the largest example of fiscal irresponsibility ever committed by a state legislature and a willing uh, dope governor who went along with it. He's a dope. But not only that, they're getting such praise. Oh, yeah, this is big. This is good. They're moving here. People are moving here. Wow. Well, they are. To Coming get up every, from Florida, are you? The, the, the free stuff. It's you the free stuff. Fly, you get some good free stuff. A, winter's going to hit, and we'll see you later. And B, uh, if you stay, uh, you're going to have to help us pay for it all. Cause if, <laughs> Not if you live off the government, you won't have I'll to. I'll say it one more time. And all of you fruitcakes who think you won't be affected, you are really wrong. Because to replicate the $17.5 billion surplus, which is now gone, that's been spent right. to enlarge the state government. You will need that in the next biennium. On top of the taxes you'll already pay, they're going to have to come up with $17.5 billion, which will affect everyone. I, think I don't care what kind of bumper sticker you have on your Prius. It will affect you. I think what you're trying to say is there's a great line from a great movie called Kingpin, The Rent is Due. And that seriously, that's what's going gonna gonna happen here. 
<laughs> Ooh. Time to rub the bunions, Johnny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Time to rub the bunions, Johnny. I got a note from Scott Matura out in Montana regarding what we mentioned yesterday about the fools in Yellowstone moving a baby bison and, and taking a baby elk to the police station. Uh, he notes this increasingly bad practice of getting too close to wildlife or actually handling a park animal is discussed regularly here by those of us close to the park. What these people don't know is that once you touch one of the young, their mothers and the herd shun them. They will not be taken back. In the case of the baby elk that fled, as well as the baby bison in the river, both animals were touched by humans. So in the case of the elk, it had no doubt been rejected by the herd, therefore left to fend on its own and hope the predators higher on the food chain haven't found it. And the young bison ended up being euthanized. Years ago, I shouted out to a middle-aged man with a large camera who was dangerously close to, ready, a bull elk in the rut. The elk turned direction and ran about 10 steps towards the man. The guy looked like Carl Lewis as he jumped over the deck of a building and ran. He received much heckling, but was really scolded by a park ranger on the scene. A bull elk will put his antlers clear through the door of your car like it's aluminum foil. I've seen a car on display with the piercings to act as a warning to park visitors. Pushing back from a smart, safe distance, Scott Matura. Mm. Uh, I noted yesterday, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I want to tell you something about this so-called rebate to buy electric bikes. Yeah. Well, I've been talking with Tim Bloom out at EcoFund Motorsports. Sure. Uh, Eligible individuals have to be 15. You've got to be a resident individual taxpayer at the time of application and you, this doesn't even kick in until 2024, and it's creating havoc, uh, typical of what this legislative session did. It's creating havoc for the, the sellers of electric bikes. Oh, I suppose. Because people are coming in thinking they're going to get this money or get an electric bike for free, and that could not be further from the truth. The rebates max out at 1500 bucks for an individual. Married taxpayers must file individually for their own rebate certificate, but with limited funds allotted to the program, an estimated 1300 to 1500 certificates will be able to issued be able to issued be able to be issued statewide each year the program is available 2024 and 2025. You got to apply for a rebate certificate before you go to the store for the bike. Once the application is approved, the state will then issue the rebate certificate. The rebate certificate must be brought in and assigned to the dealership at the time of the purchase and have the rebate reflected on the total total of the LG. Can I just cut to the chase? Cut to the chase. <laughs> EcoFund Motorsports right now has 400 e-bikes in stock. You're not going to get any help from the state. And if you do, it won't be until 2024 and 2025. This has become a disaster for small businesses. What else would you have expected from this legislative session? Uh, And let me tell you, they've got the bikes at EcoFund. 400 e-bikes on sale right now. 
All in-stock electric bikes are 10% off their retail price, plus 50% off their dealer freight charges. You can save $700 on higher-end Yamaha electric bikes and up to $500 on Scootstar and Bentelli electric bikes this month. There are 400 e-bikes in stock at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 97, immediately west of 35 in Forest Lake, and down in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42. Full service, helmets, apparel. It's a great, great operation. And don't be taken in by this slap-together e-bike rebate policy, which has accomplished only filling electric bike shops with electric bikes that EcoFund is now being, being making available to you on sale. Not have a stroke. So, how much more work has this caused for Tim? Every electric bike store in the state is flooded with electric bikes because everybody's waiting for the rebate check. There is no rebate check. Wow. (laughs) We're from the government and we're here to help. The great Ronald Reagan said that once, Joe. knocking on the door according to tim the rebate program has stopped 100 percent of e-bike sales rookie answer your goddamn phone or shut it off safety meeting (laughs) jesus i'm sorry that somebody randomly well turn it off I'm not turning it off. I'm well, mine's off. I'm going to turn it on. I forgot to silence it. You will not be silenced. Um, give me one second. I'll be ready to go here. In reality, 1,500 electric bikes is great, but the rebate will be gone within hours of its launching on July 1st, 2024. <laughs> is it McLaren? Uh, yeah. Well, she's reading the Star Tribune article. Thank you. I'm just extremely upset. And Tell her we're, that she's going to lead John Heights News I am with say her name. <laughs> I've decided to name you. Yep. She'll be all right. 
Was Any a, word from Zip on Clee Swee? He said he was checking on it, and uh, no word back yet. But I did see Mary Morality was interviewed after the uh, 12-year-old crash. I saw that, that last night. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Give me a minute. Guys, I'm going to send you a new link. 